When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I am your mayor of this glorious place, and I'm joined by my vice mayor coming to you live from a secret location in the Tacoma, Seattle area. It's the one and only, uh, what Thunderstick? Are we still going with Thunderstick? <laughs> Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. It's like, did you forget my name? No, I only missed I just, one show. I just, I, like, my gosh, no, like the Thunderstick. <laughs> wow, I'm like, I'm, I'm impressed it's stuck this long. But how you doing, pal? How's everything going for you? I'm honestly amazed it stuck this long too. You, you yeah. pulled, you pulled out Thunderstick. Like, I think like our first or second show. And yeah. and I guess I'm just too nice of a guy to like yeah. dispute anything like that. So well, you it's think just I called myself the now. mayor? You think I gave myself that nickname? That's, that's... oh, I absolutely think you gave yeah. yourself that nickname. Were you you were the mayor of like something else with one of your wrestling Reseda. shows? I'm the mayor of Reseda, Reseda. California mm-hmm. too. Yes, that's a whole okay. that's a whole other story. But of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX and get down on the NBA playoffs action. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, But there are no winners today in the D-backs Nationals game, Jesse, because that game has been rained out and postponed until tomorrow uh, where we'll have a doubleheader. So it apparently gave the Arizona Diamondbacks a chance to kind of move their rotation around. Um, Any thoughts on this game happening and the Diamondbacks using this opportunity to do so at this point of the season. Yeah, they've, they've kind of shuffled things around a little bit. Uh, it feels like usually it involves something to do with Zach gallon, uh, just given, uh, his very bizarre start to the season. So, uh, yeah, there's some moving parts there once again, but, uh, but yeah, uh, the diamondbacks have had a lot of off days. It feels like, um, too many off off days. days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they're about to play, I think 19 games in the next 18 days because yeah. of the doubleheader tomorrow. So they're going to make up for it <laughs> pretty quickly for better or worse. I'm pretty sure since opening day, the D backs lead the league in days off already, which is just they probably do. Yeah. Kind of odd considering that it's not really balanced. Right. I mean, even their series up front against the Astros going two games, having a day off between their opening series and then another day off, uh, doesn't make too much sense. However, that wasn't the way that the season was supposed to open up. So it, it kind of made a bit more sense after the Diamondbacks opened up the season on the road against Milwaukee originally before the uh, lockout impacted the, the schedule. Well, somebody's got to say it, Derek. At least they lead the league in something, right? Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Good, well done. <laughs> well done. Uh, but hey, they were rained out today, and I wanted to ask you uh, – Rainy day activities, either Ooh. now or as a kid. What were some of your favorite rainy day activities? 
you're a Is teacher, it? so you kind of you got you still got to deal with this at times, right? Well, high school kids, you just they just stay inside and text. I imagine at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we have school off if it's rainy outside, but <laughs> nothing really, okay. nothing really changes. And <laughs> they don't have, they don't have recess in high school anymore. That's true. No, no, they don't yeah. have recess, so not not much really changes. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously here in Seattle, it it rains basically all the time. It's pouring rain right now. It's been raining the entire day. Uh, so currently to me, it doesn't really feel like anything special is happening when it's raining outside. But, uh, when I lived in Arizona, of course, all the time, you know, if it ever rains, you just have to be outside. I feel like, um, my parents and my parents and their patio, they have like a screened in patio. And so it was a lovely place to just hang out and listen to the rainfall and watch the rainfall in our backyard. Um, But I don't know. I feel like you have to eat soup. Like you have to eat something hot, even if it's like a summer monsoon. It's it just somehow that somehow that still works. Um, But I don't know. I mean, I never really did anything super, super crazy other than just like getting outside and shooting hoops or something with with some friends. My wife will cancel all plans if it rains just so that she can open up the house and lay under a blanket on the couch and watch the rainfall. That's one of her favorite things in go. the entire world. And it's such a rarity here in Phoenix. I'm sure if we right. lived in Seattle, she would have her fill of it in six months, but uh, <laughs> heads up seven up is what I'm going with. Jesse heads okay. up seven up in elementary school. That's uh, that's what, that's what I knew uh, rainy days meant for me as a child. And I was with it. I wasn't a peeker. I don't cheat in heads up seven up, but I'm good at it. I know I can detect the feel of uh, who would, you know, pick you in that game. I, I, sure. I just wonder now when I think of that, I wonder if it makes me sound a thousand years old because I imagine that there are much more productive ways to keep kids busy during like a recess that they have to stay inside than heads up seven up. I'm pretty sure I asked my daughter this question and she didn't even know what the hell I was talking about. So that made me sad. And once again, makes me feel a thousand years old. But yeah, this upcoming schedule that the Diamondbacks have now is insane. As far, like you said, 19 games in 18 days. Uh, They have this this series coming up against the Nationals that have now, has now impacted their rotation, possibly for the better possibly for what Tori Lovello may have wanted to do with Zach Gallon, like you said, uh, as far as getting him into the correct position in the rotation. But um, yeah, just seems a bit daunting as far as like not having an off day to travel. You know, there's a lot of days where they travel and then they uh, have to play that essentially that same day or the next day. So uh, I don't know. Was Do you think the scheduling has been the same as it has been in the past? I feel like in the past that they actually had the, those days spaced out a little bit better when they went on road trips and came back and such. Yeah. I mean, this is just a road trip from, you know, New York to DC, which isn't particularly far. And of course the team took a train uh, rather than flying. I'm not talking about, yeah, I'm not talking about the New York DC thing. And yeah, that was really cool. Of course they had to put a picture of David Peralta up. I just meant more of like the (laughs) traveling from like DC back to Arizona and then having to play. And those Uh, kind of some of those longer travel days that they're going to have, yeah uh, in, in regards to going back and forth between home stands and, and road trips yeah i mean it's it is an afternoon game on uh this thursday 
Uh, so I think that probably helps a little bit. It's like a local 1.10 p.m. start in D.C., which I guess is 10.10 a.m. Uh, brunch with the Diamondbacks again coming again. on Thursday. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think they're pretty used to it. Just, you know, that getaway day afternoon game is a pretty common thing around baseball. So, you know, I mean, this is what they do for a living. I think think they'll be OK. Oh, look at you. Look at you. They'll they'll be fine. They're they're be baseball fine. players. They're big boys. Well, I don't know if they'll be fine. I don't know. I don't know if the offense will be fine. You can say that all you want, but I question mm. that. Um, and of course, Jesse is breaking down and analyzing exactly what is going on with the offense. Uh, so make sure to check out his piece coming up on gophnx.com. If you're not already a member, sign up to become a member over there, and uh, you can get your annual membership. Uh, which will get you uh, a free T-shirt over at phnxlocker.com. Annual membership will cost you sixty bucks. Free T-shirt at phnxlocker.com makes it that much entice more enticing, that much better of an offer. Uh, and you can pick out whatever T-shirt you like. We have our brand new Valley Sicko design for the Suns uh, shirts. And by the way, a lot Pretty of people, cool. a lot of people uh, haven't seen the origin story for that video and uh or, or for that whole saying the the sicko thing about chris paul being a sicko uh check that out because it's very funny uh it's chris paul inventing the three for two essentially and explaining that to a younger generation of basketball players but again if you're not already a member sign up to become a member if you're not interested in the annual membership uh you'll get you can get the month to month membership and you'll get your first month for just 50 cents members uh, regardless of your status we'll get uh members only discounts over at the phnxlocker.com you also get access to our members only discord where you can join us and uh, demanding that josh hunt works on our bingo game so that we can give away some prizes and have some fun with this diamond is that, is that officially josh hunt's responsibility that's his job now yeah game. we're making okay. we're putting him in charge of that so uh that's okay. what's happening with that and uh, I don't know. Uh, I think that we still, it still remains to be seen. I don't, I have no idea, Jesse, why I have any optimism for this team going forward at this point. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to continue to call it foolish optimism, but I just feel like this is going to be one of those situations where things fall into place for this team. And they, as crazy as the sounds, go on one of those like, oh, they're the best team in baseball right now kind of you know wow for a little bit who knows if it's gonna happen i mean it's probably not gonna happen but it feels like just because they have put together so many things that feel like they're you know coming along right the starting rotation has put up some pretty good numbers as you've suggested they're not probably not, don't don't buy it don't don't, Don't set yourself it. up for disappointment. <laughs> well, well, and looking at this upcoming series with the Nationals, the D-backs, this might be one series where the D-backs actually have the advantage when it comes to the starting rotation, right? The matchups seem favorable yeah. for the D-backs. And, uh, but the D-backs did slide Tyler Gilbert in to replace Merrill Kelly in Game 2 uh, on Tuesday. Merrill Kelly will be moved back to Game 3, which is when he would have started anyway. So... Tyler Gilbert's just kind of sliding in and making the spot start, but that does enable them to push everybody back a day. Uh, Zach Davies will finish out the series against the Nationals, and then Zach Gallon, who was supposed to start Game 4 against the Nationals, will now be pushed back to Game 1 of the series versus the Mets at Chase Field, which now that spot start by Gilbert essentially moves Gallon back to the number one spot in the rotation for the D-backs. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know how significant it is, like, you know, what number you are at this point and, in the season. It's all well, just it's, kind of it's a random... matchups, though, right? I mean, at one point, there is going to be a... a yeah, up I mean, once teams. you once you get to a certain point in the season, though, there have been enough, like, off days and just random things that have sure. happened that your number one isn't really in the number one slot, or at least, like, when your number one lines up with someone else's number one, they're not necessarily, like, the ace of each staff. Um, but yeah, I want to touch on the pitching real quick because, uh, this, this weekend only exacerbated the problem that I've been talking about lately, where even though Diamondbacks pitchers have been, the end results have been, have been decent. Um, this team right now, Derek, is at about six Ks per nine, which is extraordinarily low. Like that is very, very low. And they're at almost Merrill Kelly's the one that's towing the load there. And Merrill Kelly is it historically even a strikeout uh, pitcher. He's typically a, you know, ground ball pitch to contact kind of guy. Yeah. And on the flip side, they are at almost five walks per nine, which is incredibly high. So I'm just saying, and I think yesterday uh, in the Humberto Castellanos game as a team, I don't have it pulled up right now, but I believe they had six walks and two strikeouts. Like you're just not going to survive as a pitching staff. You know, even if the end results are are sort of okay, you know, they kind of stayed in the game at least from from a pitching standpoint. It wasn't like it was a blowout on Sunday, but there's some reasons to be skeptical of the limited success that the pitching staff has had so far. Um, and I think there's also some reasons to be optimistic about the offensive side of things, how this offense is, uh, I don't think, nearly as bad as what we've seen so far. So it definitely goes both ways, but I think I would just be a little bit skeptical on both sides right now. I don't think the offense is this bad. And I don't think the pitching staff, unfortunately is as good as we've seen so far. Yeah, that's a great point. And obviously the other thing about the changes to the pitching line rotation, at least is is this is more about not necessarily needing to move Zach Davies and Zach gallon up a day, which is more what would have happened had they kept everybody in the same spot in the rotation. So it's not necessarily like a move to get Zach Gallon to that number one spot, but it does do that. It does help them get Gallon back to where he would have been had he been healthy when the season started and and started on opening day. Uh, he'll but be yeah, facing like- uh, he'll be facing Josh Rogers. It looks like who I don't really know who the Nationals' number one starter is. I don't think they really have one. I believe Patrick, Patrick Corbin? Corbin was there. He was their opening day starter, but he's certainly not. I don't think he's the best starter on that team. So, yeah, I don't know if, if Zach Gallon is really lining up with other teams' best pitchers, but I guess guess we'll have to wait and see exactly how many times that happens. Well, again, he will start in, in game one of the Mets series, and I'm not sure, but that might end up being against Max Scherzer. So that... Wait, yeah. do, they have, do they have Gallon slotted for the first game against the Mets? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was oh. saying. Zach Gallon's been moved out of the series against the Nationals altogether. I have, we'll have to confirm on MLB.com right now. I have Zach Gallon starting Thursday right. against the Nationals. I corrected that on our Twitter account because okay. uh, Jody Jackson actually had the what the pitching rotation is going to be for the Nationals. I think MLB.com just didn't update oh, it. Oh, just didn't update it. Okay. Of the, gotcha. the double, of the double header and everything like that. But yeah, my original assumption was that Merrill Kelly got scratched, which kind of worried me a bit because I, I didn't sure, think it was due to sure. injury, but uh, it looked like Merrill Kelly had just kind of been pushed out of uh, the the series altogether. 
And that didn't seem like a good move since Merrill Kelly is by far uh, our, our best pitcher right now in, in our rotation. So far. Well, Zach Gallon's been pretty good too. Zach I mean, Gallon has been damn good. And uh, okay, like the four innings about, though. So <laughs> Humberto Castellanos had like one of the weirdest outings of the year, I think, for the D backs. Yeah. He, 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 he did. He, it, I said this about the Suns game last night. Like 10 minutes into the Suns game, it felt like the Suns should have been up 100 points on the Pelicans, right? It just felt that way. Uh, yeah. It, it felt like the D backs should have been down five runs with Castellanos out there, but. Somehow he was able to get out of it and stay, you know, keep keep runs off the board. He gave them four scoreless innings, and that's exactly what they needed out of him in the spot start, you know? Yeah, yeah. You definitely, I'm certainly not wanting to, like, take any credit away from guys who have, you know, fought through outings where maybe they didn't have their best stuff. Like, sure. at the end of the day, we all know that the number of runs on the board is what matters, and the fact that Castellanos managed to put up a zero over four innings is huge. Right. Um, what I'm talking about is more like, you know, the future, like how, you know, uh, looking at the team's at the team's stats from a pitching standpoint, there's some reasons to be skeptical that they can continue to do that down the road. But yeah, to this point, I mean, good on, on guys like Humberto for, you know, fighting through a start where maybe he didn't have his best stuff and uh, working around some of those walks early on. Okay, so looking at this series with the Nationals, I stressed on yesterday's show that in all fairness, uh, <laughs> I know it's early. I know it's a small sample size. I know I've even said I'm foolishly optimistic, but if the Diamondbacks don't have a good showing against a at least equally bad team in the national, yeah. I, I, I think it's time that we smash that panic button, Jesse. I don't even know if it's panic. I think it would just be. Yeah, it's not subtle, really panic. It's just like, yeah, here we are again. <laughs> in the situation that we knew we were probably going to be in. Right, right. Yeah, it, I mean, the, the Nationals are four and seven. They're not a very good baseball team, especially on the pitching side. Uh, I mean, we all know what Juan Soto can do with the bat. They do have some offensive pieces. Uh, Michael Franco has also had a really, really good season for them out of nowhere. So. There's some there's some offensive pieces there that I think can can be good, but yeah, overall this is not a very good baseball team, and uh, the Diamondbacks are finally getting an opportunity to play a team that isn't like world class. It's felt like a you know a pretty rough start to the season for them in terms of their opponents: the Padres, the Astros, then the Mets. Those are all three pretty darn good team, uh, pretty darn good baseball teams, and yeah, finally the Nationals are are not that, and so. You know, they have an opportunity to show what they can do. And if they can find a way to take three out of four or something, that would be a big step for them. And I will say, uh, Charles Woodall Pike in our comments says, sound smash the panic bucket button that broke last year. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, we, we hit it a lot last year. Uh, during we need a repair man on yeah, the panic button. <laughs> lost like some, some streaks and some, oh, it was bad. It was a forgettable season. And that's why we're proud to partner with our friends at OG's Gummies that help us forget things that we don't want to remember. Uh, if you guys you don't know already about OG's and their wonderful uh, edibles that you can get, they are good people that make amazing scratch-made THC's gummies. Our, PH fa Fian uh, our PHNX fam here in Phoenix obviously is a Phoenix-based business, and so is OG's. And we love the fact that we can partner together with them. Uh, OG's gummies uh, are absolutely phenomenal. We had a chance to go out to the Buds, a Palooza Fest, 
hang out with them. Uh, Jesse, you'd be proud of me. I sampled the non-medicated flavors just to try them out. <laughs> they were just candy, Jesse. They were just candy, and they were delicious. And again, they taste exactly like they do when you get them from OGs with the medicated samples inside of them or the medication inside of them. Um, so if you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OGs Brands has to offer, go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com to find OGs nearest you. Looks like this, and they're wonderful. And you can get them pretty much anywhere here in the Valley. So uh, go check those out. And, uh, you know, remember, remember, remember what Derek says. You can, you, you can, you can take them. You can't untake them. So go slow and dose slowly. Uh, Jesse, I'm, I'm ready to play some games. Again, we're trapped uh, with right. a rain day. We got a rain delay. And I am ready to play a game that our friends over at the Sun Devils uh, show played the other day, which is a little game we call Who's That? So, Jesse, okay. what we have here is four silhouette profile pictures Oh my gosh. <laughs> Arizona Diamondbacks front office members. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is this supposed to be possible? Like, am I supposed to be able to do this? I don't know, but you know what's funny is I also uh I also don't know who these individuals are. So I have no Wait, idea what? myself. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Emma Emma is the only one in this room right now who knows who these people are. And she has the answers. So it's up to you and I to guess about uh, front office personnel. You ready to do this or what? I'm I'm ready as all ever. Wait, so we don't we can't even find out if we're right? Well, no, we find out. We'll find out if we're right. Emma's em, Emma's got the answer. Emma's here. Emma's, Emma's here. Yeah, Emma's okay. here. Right. She's with all us. Right. Uh let's go. Let's go with spot one. Let's get a guess from you on spot one. Oh, I was we'll I go, wanted we'll spot two. Right. Spot two, I think I actually know. Okay, go. Spot, spot one, two. I have no... Spot two, I can go spot two? Yeah, go spot two. Okay, spot two is Gonzo. That's not very different. Is that Gonzo? Yeah, that looks like Gonzo. That looks like Gonzo to me. I like that. He has a pretty distinctive, like, face shape. Like, it's yeah. kind of yeah. like a long sort of... Yeah, it's just, you can tell. And, and his, his hair has, like... You know, it's like kind of has like a nice fuzz to it, sort of. Yeah. And you can see the fuzziness on the top right. of his head. So right. I feel that's, like you're insulting the man now, but that's fine. I mean, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You can't insult uh, Gonzo. You can't insult Gonzo. All right. Who do you who do you think the person? I'm not on the going to disagree with you on Gonzo. I'll take on spot one. Um, oh boy, that looks like Derek Hall. Okay. No, okay. I'm getting an ant. I'm getting an ant. Um, that's wrong. No, I'm getting it. I, I got a buzz. I got buzz. I'm guessing uh, Gonzo was right. Do we got a ding on Gonzo? Yep. Yeah. Ding. All right. We got a ding on Gonzo. So that yeah, was Gonzo. Yeah, okay. uh, is that is that possibly Ken Kendrick in spot one? Mm. Oh, man. I got two buzzers. Jesse, you got any guesses for spot one? Spot one. I am honestly pretty lost. <laughs> I mean, there's like nothing. Like it's the most generic. Just like there's. Right, I'll give you. I'll give you a hint for spot one. Okay. Um, I don't know okay. if this helps. I don't know if you guys would even know this, but they were graduate <laughs> of the U.S. Air Force Academy um, with a that, degree in that computer science. Absolutely nothing. Computer science. Um, is it Mike Fitzgerald? Good on the first name. Uh, is oh, it Mike, Mike Shipman? It is. Ding, it's ding, Mike ding. Chipman. Oh, uh, okay. 
All right. I would not have. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think I ever would have gone now. <laughs> yeah. No. Not in a million years. Not in a million okay. years. Spot three, though. Spot three. I think I got. Who you got? Spot three. I think is JJ puts. Ding. Hey. Hey. All right. Jesse's pretty good at this game. JJ. Putz, well, I took the obvious special one. assistant <laughs> to the president and CEO. There you go. Spot four. I have a guess, but I'll let you go first, Eric. Um, is that Amiel? Ding! Yay! Yep, that was my guess too. All right. Hey. All right. Look at those. Well, side. Well, I struggled with that first one, but we got we we Mike did all Chibin right. Was, yeah, Mike Chibin, That was tough. That was pretty tough. Oh yeah, but hey, that's a that's a good front office crew right there. That's not bad. There you go. See, we did all right. We know our stuff. People's. People, people question our knowledge of this team. Yep. See, no, you were wrong. D Hall was not <laughs> one of them for sure. Yeah. See, thank you. Uh, that was a good, good guess. That was good, a good guess. Yeah. Hey, you know, I, it, you, they definitely threw me for a loop with Mike Chipman. That's a, that's a, that's a deep cut as far as yeah. <laughs> front office people are concerned. But there's people are, I think people are, would be surprised if they knew like how many employees there are in the Diamondbacks front office. Uh, it's there's crazy. a lot of them. there's yeah. a lot of them. It's not just like Mike Hazen and his like two or three, you know, guys up top that work in the front office. Right. There's no there's an army of guys in you know who have different roles and analytics and all of the different scouting things. And there's there's a lot that it takes in order to run a major league baseball organization. It takes a village to run a baseball team, doesn't it? It, does. it really yes. does. Well, yes. yeah, and you're right because. When I sometimes go to these events, kind of like the the food and beverage preview that they had, uh, you know, they had they, there was a lot of people there, like from the organization, yeah. and yeah, you start looking around and you have no idea what any of these people do, but they all have they all have a vital role. It's somewhere in the organization, but they're all mostly dressed alike in a Diamondbacks polo and you know and whatnot, and yeah, it's uh, it's amazing how many people it truly takes to run this ter- this team now. How many people though does it take to turn the offense around, Jesse? That's the bigger question. I don't know. I don't know if we're getting an answer <laughs> to that anytime soon. <laughs> Do you still have any questions uh, or any answers for me on uh on Tori Lobolo's prohibition stance of of less beer is somehow more? Oh, yeah, I know that's a big that's a big topic right now on Diamondbacks Twitter, and understandably so. Uh, Seth Beer, I looked it up. Seth Beer this season is two for five against lefties. He hasn't gotten much of an opportunity, but two for five. I mean, if you're if you read anything into small sample sizes, two for five is not bad. That's actually quite good. So, you know, Tori Lovello's not keeping him out for that reason. So I don't know. I really I really don't understand either. I'm I'm with everyone who's who's trying to figure out why he's been held out of the lineup so much. Um, we know that Tori is kind of a loyalist type, and he's not going to displace people who have been in their roles for a long time uh, before giving them a lot of opportunity to to right the ship. And it's a little bit weird though because I don't really feel like anyone had a firm grasp on the DH spot before Seth Beer. Uh, he is really the best fit for that role. And I think we all know that and have known that for a long time, right? All of those questions we got over the offseason, who's going to be the DH for the Diamondbacks? Seth Beer was kind of the most obvious guy. That was and a lot of people's suggestions. Yep, for sure. Yeah, and now that he's here and he's hitting well and he's frankly the only player on this team, 
who has a serviceable batting line after a week of games, it it doesn't make sense why why he's being held out. I don't think the versus lefties thing makes any sense. He hit lefties in the minors. He's hit lefties in the very small uh, sample of opportunity that he's gotten this season. We need to see Seth Beer in the lineup more every day, and I think fans are in agreement on that. And I suspect that that Tory will probably move that direction just a little bit more slowly than all of us probably want him to. I have a theory. What's your theory? My theory is I think it's because Seth Beer's still a young player. Oh yeah, and, totally. And I also think that there is this high demand for him to be this hero for the team, right? And that puts a lot of unnecessary, unwarranted pressure on on a baseball player. Hypothetically, right. it's all it's right. all based on the person. This it, the pressure is is a fictitious thing, right? It's something that you mentally take on, but it still exists and it's still something that could be put on a young player. And that's what we've seen already because you've seen how in these situations, people like myself, people like you, we all instantly think like, why isn't Seth in the lineup as if, if he was in the lineup, he was going to automatically go four for four with two home runs and six RBI and win the game single handedly right. for the team. Yeah. Right. The bigger problem I have still is this team-wide epidemic of them all having an issue hitting. Uh, you you wrote about the uh, the nine hits in, in game two against the Mets being the season high, and they look like they really started to put things together. Now, Sunday in New York, it was a windy day. I think that's why Castellanos had so many problems with his stuff as far as his movement on his pitches and his control in the strike zone, but... You know, that's still no excuse for this team not being able to muster up any kind of offense, uh, any kind of run support in any way, right? I just don't think immediately blaming Seth Beer for not being in the lineup is the answer. Just like I don't think there's people that already want Joe Mather's head on on a stake that's hitting. (laughs) And it's like, well, I mean, on one hand, this is the same issues that they had in long stretches last season. So it's not like those it's not like these issues just came up out of nowhere. And two, we've already discussed how how much more patient that they've been at the plate. I don't know where they're currently at, but you know, I I put that my funny Homer Simpson 420 joke about them having the the most uh pitches uh or taking the most right. pitches for four point two zero, right? Right. So like yeah. they really are being much more patient at the plate, and that's something they absolutely weren't doing. It's just kind of baffling that it's not translating over into success in a different way other than a lot of walks. Right, right. Yeah, I think you're absolutely... No, no, they didn't. But I think you're right that, like, the the problems with the Diamondbacks offense goes much deeper than Seth Beer, you know, is being held out of of a game every, every two or three days, right? I mean, at some point, you need the guys that have been there for a while to really start hitting, and that's really been the biggest issue so far for this team. Um, but I, I still remain optimistic about most of those guys. Cattell can hit David Peralta. You know, maybe David Peralta is not going to have the breakout season that a lot of people thought he might after the adjustments that he made, but maybe he still will. I mean, after the number of games that we've seen so far, I mean, the Diamondbacks have played nine uh, so far as we record right now. Um, and that's not nearly a big enough sample size to really say anything about any one season. So 
there's still so much time for these guys to be able to turn things around. And like you said, you know, seeing that many page and seeing that many pitches in, in their plate appearances is something that is probably going to pay dividends uh, eventually. And, you know, the approach has been good and I think the results will follow hopefully pretty soon. I know what they need, Jesse. What do they need? Gummies. No, there you uh, go. <laughs> athletic greens. That's what they need. Oh, athletic okay. Greens. okay. I picked the wrong sponsor. Athletic Greens is what they need. It could be like uh, Michael's Secret stuff in NBA and uh, you know Space Jam, sure, right, sure. Uh, because I've been using uh, our friends over at Athletic Greens personally, and I have again confessed how bad of a job I do of taking care of myself. I do not take care of myself. Luckily, I have Athletic Dr- Greens to take care of me. Uh, they've helped me with a bunch of issues I had personally with. Uh, heartburn and like some issues with my esophagus but uh i mean mostly it's just absorbing their 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food source superfoods probiotics and adaptions to help start my day right and help you start your day right um and that's i've been taking it every day jesse ever since we've uh partnered up with them and it's awesome man i can't lie i i've been feeling better and mostly because again like i said i don't take care of myself in any way shape or form so now it's like my body's getting nutrition nutrition it needs and sure. i'm sitting here happy about how i actually feel good uh but yeah it does support better quality and recovery uh athletic greens has over seven thousand five star reviews and it costs you at the end of the day less than three dollars uh, plus you're investing in your health and what's better to invest in than your health not bitcoin i'll tell you because bitcoin is going to do nothing but cause you a bunch of problems around tax time uh Every transaction is like a property transaction. I have to fill out that on my taxes. Oh, man, I'm pissed off about that. But I'm not pissed off about taking Athletic Greens. So uh, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash diamondbacks. That is athleticgreens.com forward slash diamondbacks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance and that's exactly what it is it's nutritional insurance jesse but of course uh we definitely do need to do whatever we can to help these hitters out (laughs) athletic greens spinach i don't care uh whatever uh it's it's going to get them going Uh, i did like the fact that they did have a picture posted of the freight train on a train that was very uh that, that was that was like inception right that was you, you know that like the social media crew for the diamondbacks was all over that the moment they, they found out they were traveling i would have had an entire train. video documentary on freight train on a train train honestly on a train. they could have yeah yeah, yeah right. they absolutely could've. i saw one picture come on i need more than that i need more <laughs> than that but i imagine it was fun for them it was uh probably a bonding experience i mean it, it's not much different than a long flight but again trains are just I've been on a train. It's just different. It takes longer to get there. You can get up yeah. and walk around. I, I, I imagine they had a good time. And hopefully more than anything, they get a chance to just relax. Because really, at the end of the day, it's when, when you talk about the offensive woes, it feels like everybody is just pressing too hard. And everybody is just yeah. trying to too, do too much to be the savior of this team. Cattell Marte looks much comfortable at the plate, much more comfortable yeah. at the plate than he has. And it's translated yep. over into some set success for him. 
He looked great. Um, I didn't I didn't watch the game uh, yesterday, but I watched the game on Saturday and he looked noticeably more comfortable at the plate, which was really, really big uh, to see that. I know some people were a little bit worried that, you know, he's got the big contract now. So maybe this is where his, his production starts to nosedive. That's not something I ever really bought into. And and I think we're going to start to see Cattell look more like Cattell um over these next over these next few weeks which is which is hopefully going to start something for this Diamondbacks team and get this offense going into a groove you kind of feel like once one guy like really figures it out once you get like one or two guys who are really going well I think it's just going to take the pressure off of the entire offense and then suddenly you know you've got a chain reaction of players being able to just kind of settle in and find themselves so Hopefully, Cattell can be the guy who who steps up and and is able to maintain what he had going the other day. Uh, Bam in our comments asked thoughts about Perdomo's struggles so far. Yeah, I mean he was getting play. on base a lot, but he has really struggled at the plate as far as hitting is concerned. And I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think the Diamondbacks have another option at this point. So no, it, it I mean really, Nick Ahmed is probably not far away. So yeah. it might not be long before they do have another option. But so far, yeah, I mean he's kind of the guy you you roll with over there for most most games at least. I wonder if when we get these guys back like Luplo and Rojas and and Ahmed, if they can be some sort of spark to this team. God knows Josh Rojas can. Josh Rojas will go out and fight yeah. someone and he'll get the team sparked that way, whatever he needs to do. Uh, but I, I really think that Nick Ahmed, even though he has never been a big source of offense for this yeah. team, could surprisingly <laughs> be like some sort of stabilizer. I mean, what's tournament. crazy is like like Nick Ahmed just having an average Nick Ahmed season. Like would be a, yeah, well, yeah, that would be like a well above average performance for where this team is at right now. It, they yeah. don't need someone to come in and hit, you know, 300 with a 1000 OPS in order to to help turn things around. I do want to go back to the Perdomo question, though, because sure, I think that's a that's a pivotal one for this season. Right. I think this is the year where the Diamondbacks would love to move in the direction of having Geraldo Perdomo turn into like a real everyday guy. Um and so far, he hasn't really looked up to, you know, he hasn't really looked like he's ready for that. And that's something that I think was, you know, totally a possible outcome for this season. Perdomo had a, a pretty good uh, few games at the end of last year when he got called back up at the end of the season, um, you know, which gave people a lot of optimism going into this year, gave me a lot of optimism going into this year. But so far, he just he looks like he's trying to walk. Right when he goes up to the plate, yeah. he he looks like he's trying to walk. He has a good, patient at bat, but you know when push comes to shove and a reliever's you know pumping ninety eight miles an hour down the middle and he has no choice but to swing at it. So far, Perdomo has not shown the ability to hit that, and I think that's been a concern with him for a while. Is you know he's a patient hitter. He's gonna draw his walks, but when push comes to shove, can he actually hit major league quality stuff? And to this point in the season, the answer has been no, right? He hasn't really shown the ability to do that yet, but he's also, you know, he's also 22 years old. And I think there's, there's some, some room there for him to, uh, to flounder a little bit out of the gate and then hopefully figure things out eventually. Jesse, I'm going to give you some bands that have had more hits than the Arizona Diamondbacks. A flock of seagulls have had more <laughs> hits than the Diamondbacks. Uh, Black Box, Bonnie Tyler. 
Um, Terrence Trent Darby. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. These are all <laughs> people that have more hits than the Arizona Diamondbacks. Sister Sledge definitely has more hits than the Diamondbacks. The neck, I love the neck. The knack is great. Uh, Banana Rama, Talking Heads. Uh, these are all, these are jokes, of course. But these are these. <laughs> uh, the, oh, the Diamondbacks are so bad. Um, I'm actually confident. It, the offense is so bad. I talked about this yesterday, uh, Jesse. The, the computers over at DraftKings Sportsbook, they they don't know. I mean, yeah, there's people there working there, but the computers they think, oh, ha, the Diamondbacks have two on with no outs. There's definitely a run getting scored. <laughs> I knew there wasn't a run getting scored, so sure, I sure. had a chance to jump in on the DraftKings live betting. Did you bet against them scoring a run? No, I bet against no, no. I just bet against any run scoring in that inning at all. It wasn't specifically oh. against the Diamondbacks. It was just I was confident that no sure. runs were going to score, no matter. And you how get a decent people. payout because there were first and second. Exactly. And so the, the typically, yeah. yeah. Typically, with 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 nobody on, you know, the odds are kind of still bad, you know, because they're like, yeah, nobody's on. But the more people that get on, especially with the fewer outs, like no outs, like the Diamondbacks were in. The odds were pretty good, pretty good. Plus 170 is what I was able to get on the inning wow. in order to bet against that. And guess what? It made me money because I knew that they weren't <laughs> going to score. But uh, And that's see, that's the beautiful part about the DraftKings Sportsbook. You can use that app to do uh, bet whatever you want and in whatever way you want. Use your knowledge to your advantage over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers right now can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Also, existing customers like ourselves can get down on uh, same-game parlays. Great offer right now. Each day of the first round, you'll get a uh, risk-free bet up to $10 if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. Uh, Bet the suns, baby. Suns to the moon. That's what I did yesterday. Uh, I missed... Because Mikhail Bridges didn't get enough points, but I got my ten dollars back in a free bet. So again, get down on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHNX. New customers, you guys can bet five dollars on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs, and you will get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Twenty-one and over only. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Dial one eight hundred. Next step. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And that's all I got, Jesse. We're we're not rained out here. We are indoors. It's beautiful outside. You're rained out where you're at. But, of course, that's Seattle. Uh, we thank you guys so much for checking out the show. Tell Jesse to move here. Uh, hit him up on Twitter. He is at Jesse N. Friedman. <laughs> Tell him to get his ass to Phoenix where it never rains. I am Derek Montilla. I'm at cap underscore K man with a K uh, also occasionally known as the mayor of Reseda, as Jesse pointed out earlier, but you can get our show at PHNX underscore D And of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports. That's on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us there and leave us a five-star review. If you're watching us on YouTube, please subscribe to the PHNX sports YouTube channel and sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss any of our content, whatever time of the day we go. We do our live shows typically after the last game of each series. We start about 10 minutes after the final out. So that's where you'll find us on those days. But of course, if you sign up for notifications, you won't miss those uh, shows or any of the other shows coming out from our PHNX crew. Our man Shane is wild and crazy, and his shit show is one of my favorite things we do. 
course, you can find that and all the other content here at PHNX Sports. So we thank you guys again for checking out the show. We appreciate your time. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we know your time is valuable, so we thank you so much for spending it with us. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you bet on it.